What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of Secrets of a Church Girl podcast. <laughs> we are hanging out with you on this lovely day. Wherever you're at, are you listening? We hope you're having an incredible day. I'm Randall or Randy. Shmam. It's a shmammy. Um, we are your neighborhood church <laughs> girls. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, we are just a podcast where we chat about our lives, current events, how we were raised, um, how we wish we weren't raised, how we are thankful for how we've been raised and oh, everything God. in between. We talk about Jesus and how to live a life with him in this crazy world. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Kind of sums it all up. And just like random stuff too. Yeah. We talk about things we like, don't like, and somehow they always correlate to our childhood. Yep. Sometimes so. it's planned, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Well, we always start and jump in with our peaks and pits of the week, which is just like the best part of what's happened so far and the not so best part. So what you got, Sammy? I'll do my pit because okay. we have the same. Yeah, we're we'll sharing share a, peak. a peak. My pit is work today. <laughs> I feel like my pit is always work. <laughs> She's like, my pit is work. My peak is paycheck. Yeah. But yeah. I'll just leave it at that because. But she, it, you work long shifts and you stand all day. And yeah. You're a trooper, dude. But we're going to find something else soon. Something in Jesus' else, name. <laughs> and it's going to pay more. Yes. And it's going to have so many other things. But we just speak it in Jesus' name um my pit i'm still pregnant <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm trying to have this little girl y'all which maybe by the time you're listening to this i may have because if y'all don't know we're pre-recording a lot this yeah week. we're trying to pre-record so that we can finish season one out and then we'll break for a few weeks or something and yeah. then we'll come back with season two maybe have a different set i don't know maybe have different lighting if it's on Billy's account, we're going to have, like, Maybe a we'll whole studio outside. of lights. <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> I think that's the only thing is, like, I'm ready to have this little child. Mm. And then our peak. Yeah, I'm sure. Our friends are here. We have more friends in Fredonia. We do, finally. Yeah. Our like, f- I have no friends. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> outside of this house. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, our friends, Bree and Jerry, moved here from um oceanside california mm-hmm. to fredones new york they're planting gospel church with us and they're on our launch team um jerry Bree's fifi or no her husband now yeah <gasps> they're married oh we yeah watched it. <laughs> husband and wife now um they he's a like creative cinematography photographer videographer all that stuff like that and Bree's super creative too they're actually both dancers i was just gonna say they're both dancers really really good dancers they're gonna, i'm gonna get them to give me lessons they danced <laughs> in studios and did all these like legit ran classes and all this stuff they're so legit so we're super excited that they got here tonight the day that we're filming is tuesday so it's taco tuesday mm-hmm. in our house so when they got here yesterday they drove here yeah they got married and then we're home <laughs> for like what a week i think so and then they left so they jumped on the road and they t- did the same route that Billy did. I can't believe all their, st- their stuff hasn't got here yet, huh? No, I haven't. I keep forgetting to ask. They, they like like us, we did a U-box, U-boxes when we uh, moved and they did as well. But they also had their car, so they packed their car with stuff, like kind of what they would need mm-hmm. right in the beginning. Um, 
So I don't know when their boxes get here. Like what? What are they sleeping? <laughs> well, their place that oh, they found furnished. is furnished, dude. Their their house that they got here is beautiful. It's the cutest. It literally feels like you're on like a little retreat, like, like an Airbnb. Yeah, it's a loft. Yeah, style house. Isn't it like, isn't it like orange? Um, yeah, it's like a burnt orange I was, color. I had n- never N- seen nothing. it, yeah, huh? and then I saw it on their Instagram story, and I was like. Oh okay, my so God. it's right up. You know how the all the you know how have you gone to Mariah's property, my sister's property? Mm-hmm. You know how um the creek that they have. There's a creek that runs through the whole village. I've never been. You I haven't been there. Know. Okay, well it butts up to a really tall part of town and it runs really high, and then the creek's real low. So their house is right at the top of like the, like it meets up to the end of the. Oh, okay. Whatever. I don't I even see. know how you explain it, but it's a big drop, and then the creek is down at the bottom, and so the way that they have their the back of their house, their backyard is actually just like a really big porch. Uh, I saw that, porch. and I was like, "Dang, dude, no!" When we went to walk it, because they came, and they visited before to just kind of like feel out the area and see if they liked it, and when they came, they looked at a few places, but it they hadn't seen this one. They didn't see it in person. It wasn't available yet. Oh. So they left and literally the day they left, um, the realtor messaged us about the house that they got. Mm -hmm. And so I went and walked it for them and it was, there was so much snow. So you couldn't tell like, okay, you just saw the house. We just saw the inside of the house. Dude, it's the full like house, the wraparound porch, you can see the creek, but also they have a giant side yard, like huge like almost the size of the whole backyard is oh, on the wow. side of the house and it's so cute dude i was like we're gonna have women's <laughs> events here we're gonna have young adults events here we're gonna have i know it's the so porch nice. is so pretty with the creek and there's like a huge spot to like set up a like a, a full-blown outside yeah furniture like huge. a huge dining table like you could do chairs and stuff so we're just really excited for them can you tell i'm so hyped for them in their house i was like if we were gonna have kids we would be here yeah because obviously there's no like fence or gate yeah. that you just go off the edge. So Everly just. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're really excited for them. They're like shopping and getting to how we were like two, three months ago. <laughs> yeah, we went in. She, as she texted me this morning, oh, I felt so bad. She said, are there any targets around? We were like, yeah, want to drive 50 minutes. I was like, no, baby. There are no targets around. But we're going to get um, our nails done tomorrow. Oh, nice. So we're going to, well, I'm going to get my toes done because, you know, I take care of myself now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to go to Target probably. Oh, fun. I wish I could come. I know. And I was thinking about it. I was like, Ugh. I wish she had like a shift that wasn't always in the middle of the day. I know. <laughs> I just sit at home and I'm like waiting. I'm like, when's she going to come home? And then I come home and I'm like, go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> Tired. I, know. I lay on the floor. I literally lay on the floor. <laughs> I, on your neck thing. Yeah. Um, do you want to share it? Please tell us about that. Um, I uh, tried there. Okay, so they have this neck thing that's like, I can't even explain it. It's just like this thing you lay on your neck and your neck, your head like hangs over. So it, like the tension releases. And I tried theirs and it was like, it changed me. It was like one, I did it one time huh. and like I was fine for like three days and I was like, <gasps> I've never had no pain for three days. Does it make a huge difference for you? Yeah. Oh, that's so good because I know you were having like neck and back problems. Um, And then I was like, I need to get my own. I don't want to keep asking them like to use theirs. So I ordered my own on Amazon and it came and I literally do it every single day for at least 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I put on like music, soft just music lay there. and I lay there. Oh, that's so I nice. I put the timer on my like Fitbit and I just lay there in si- like silence. 
That's how Billy is. Billy's like a neck gadget guy. He has all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he, the neck hammock. <laughs> he has a back roller. Yeah. So it's like, it's like <laughs> a hammock, dude. That It's literally a hammock that you lay your head in it. And the, the hammock sits right here. And it hangs onto the door handle. And what? you lay with your arms <laughs> open. And it basically like so ever so slightly like pulls your head up. And so basically all of the air and bubbles and like stuff that gets stuck in between your vertebrae it opens it so that it can release it oh so you lay there gosh. for like you have to lay there for 20 minutes for it to like do the full thing and then when you get up it helps with like migraines it helps with a bunch of stuff wow i should try that now. yeah we like it we but the thing is is none of the doors click and close hard enough to hang it on the door you just get so nervous hanging yeah. it on the door handle and then the door swings open <laughs> Snack. Yeah. yeah so he's a neck gadget guy so I was really glad that you told me that that worked for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was asking people this week, if you guys listened to our last podcast, we talked about like some strict parenting stuff mm -hmm. that we've experienced, people's experiences with strict parenting. But I was, when we started that conversation, I was in interested to hear um, what some people's experiences were with like Christians in general, like if, whether you're Christian or not, <laughs> or if you identify as Christian or whatever, what some of your experiences have been like good and bad because i've had experiences with people that are christian outside of my church so this is not church people those i feel like they can be if you identify as a christian and then church people and then people that follow jesus can be three different categories sometimes yeah um but there have been times where i interact with people and they don't know what i do or where i came from or what my who i am or anything like that mm -hmm. and then they identify as christian and it's like oh oop and I was like, man, you're not very nice. Yeah. But you love Jesus. You said you're not very nice. Yep. Um, so do you have any experiences? I have stories. If you want to think, I can tell yeah, one. Yeah, I'll think. Okay, so I have a very large family, and it's an incredible family. My family's, like, top-notch, in my opinion. Um, but my grandpa has, I think, like, 14 brothers and sisters. And they all have kids, which would be my parents' age. And then they had all of us, which would be mine and my cousin's age. And now we're all having kids. So there's like an extensive mm -hmm. amount of, of family. And um, my whole family, almost my whole family, other than my grandpa and his all of his kids, so like our little tree, um, are pretty much Christian. And most of my grandpa's siblings were raised apostolic so they're apostolic christians which is just another denomination of christianity there's like theolo theological differences as well but in like layman's terms it's just another branch of christianity um which if you're wondering what we are we're just non-denominational you're considering yourself non-denominational right yeah so um there's a, there's big theological differences but like differences that you would see with the plain eye if you were if you knew, yeah. um, there's a lot of like old Levitical law that they still live out. So like you don't cut your hair, you can't shave, you don't wear jewelry. It's not like the long skirt. Yeah, you can't, um, you're supposed to cover like your knees and women are supposed to cover their knees and below. They're also not allowed, like women aren't allowed to wear um, pants or leggings or anything. It has to be like skirts. It's very like very um, exact to what the Bible talked about in like clothing yourself. Mm -hmm um no makeup there's like just a bunch of different things so we would hang out like our whole family like when we would it wasn't often but there were times that i remember growing up 
Um, and our family was kind of like, not mine, my mom and my sister, like my grandpa's whole, all mm-hmm. of his kids were always kind of like the not so saved ones in the huge bunch of like 50, 60, 70 of us. Um, it was always like my <laughs> my grandpas that were like, oh, they're kind of Christians, but they're not like serious about it. You know what I mean? And um, so we would go to stuff and we would go to like huge family events, like humongous, mm-hmm. or we would go to um, like churches that were similar to the denomination. And it was always like really uncomfortable because my sisters and I all wear jeans and pants <laughs> and shorts and oh, <laughs> Yeah, we have our makeup done. Like I literally do hair and makeup for a living, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So I just I remember constantly like growing up when, and it maybe wasn't my family, but sometimes we would just have big, huge things, and they would bring people would bring friends, and you mm-hmm. bring your friends' friends, and people you go to church with, and let's just all hang out together. So it would be like sixty people, and we would always be the ones that walked in like not in the skirt, not with like the veil you're supposed to wear yeah. with makeup on. And then so many times, dude, there was, like, you could feel, like, you were being looked at, mm-hmm. you know? And not in, like, a, oh, you look cute, girl, but in, like, a why Why are they dressed like that? Why do they look like that? How come nobody says anything to them? And there was one time that um, we were at a gathering, and one of the ladies there was, like, Mija, has anybody told you, like, and I'm thinking she's going to say, has anybody told you you're so pretty or you look just like your grandma or, like, something like that? And then she said, has anybody told you that, like, you're not supposed to wear that kind of clothes? And I was like, dude, this is when I was younger because now my my sisters and I are all all very, like, dominant. I think we had to learn. But before, I think I was, like, 12. Dude, like, wearing the Bermuda shorts I used to wear when I was 12. Horrible in eighth grade. And um, I was wearing probably, like, Bermuda shorts and a dumb shirt with, like, a monkey on it or something. I don't know. And she was like, you're not supposed to wear those things. And I was so confused because I didn't, I always knew that my family like practiced this, which not everybody in this realm of Christianity is like this. Please, dude. I have, some of my cousins are the freaking best human beings in the world. Um, but yeah, she told me, she's like, you're not supposed to, you, did you know that? And I remember not understanding because I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to. I just knew that this is what they did. Mm -hmm. Like this was just, I didn't know if that was because like their parents were more strict or like they had to wear this or this was all their parents bought them. Like I didn't assume I was like 11 years old and yeah, she was just like, you're not supposed to. And I looked so confused and one of my tias was standing next to me and she was like, she, I think she looks cute. I think what she's wearing is cute. And she was like, oh, but someone has to teach her at some point. And I remember just being so confused. And my Thea was like, no, Miha, you look so cute. I love your short. Like, she just got all, like, protective, you, you know? Mom there? My mom was My mom was there, but she was somewhere else. Oh. Um, and then my mom had, like, a follow-up conversation with me after and was like, hey, don't, like, let me explain to you. And then that's when I learned. Like, this was this is why some of your friends and family, like, choose to live this way. And then this is why we choose to live the way that we choose to live and as much as you can explain the theological differences to a 12 year old but i mean i can't imagine trying to explain that to someone who just would not yeah you know what i mean like i can't be weird yeah thank god i had been in church for all these years and kind of understood jesus and like 
you know, you yeah. in kids' church, you're not being read the Levitical law. You're being <laughs> read like the stories of the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time. So I was just, I remember being really like, um, uh, and then every time after that, there was, that started like the awkwardness that you get, you're like, should I be wearing something else to go to this family yeah. member's house because you're going to say something to me or what? Yeah, that's so awkward. Not fun. But that's, that was one of the bad experiences. I've also had a million times over good ones to that one bad one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any? Yeah. <laughs> Tell. I mean, I have, I th- I probably have more than I can remember, but like, one, of course, one I can actually remember, it's like with someone who I was on team with, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to say where, like what church mm-hmm. I was at, but I was like younger. I was mm-hmm. like younger and I was just like, you know, I had just started serving, like playing, mm-hmm. like playing guitar. And this person had been like serving in the same team for a while and they're musicians yeah well. they're a musician but they're like he was a guy mm-hmm. and he was just not nice oh. like all the time he was just like really like girls mm. shouldn't be playing like condescending guitar. yeah misogynistic yeah and i was like like what who like who is giving you like this information? Yeah. <laughs> like, Who told you that this is what? Where does it say that anywhere? Like in the Bible or like. What did I miss? Yeah. I don't know. I just remember that a lot because it affected me a lot. Uh-huh. Like in my teenager years because it happened like. Right before. Yeah. Or like right at the beginning of my teen years. And so like. I, like I haven't seen this person in like literal years. Probably like over 10 years. But. I mean, it doesn't affect me anymore, but it affected me a lot, like, when I went to college because I was going to college to play and, like, to be on team, mm. guitar and all that stuff. I was thinking about that, like, all the time. Like, should I be up here? Yeah. Am um, I qualified for this? Yeah. It's it's hard. Like, I can't I can't say, like, a lot on here because, like, it'll give it away right. what it is or who it is. But, yeah, just he, he was very – him – and his close and his close friends were like all kind of the same. That's so funny because one of the answers that we got, like the not so good experiences with Christians, was um, the worst like tone that she got because she this girl was telling me she's experienced she's had experience with a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. but the same the when it was bad the tone she got was like misogyny yeah. from a lot of. Like, and I think it's, it's, um, it's like just like the lack of maturity or it could be theology because it could be a theology thing where it's complementary and egalitarian where you believe in like different leaderships in church for women or positions for men and positions for women and all that stuff like that. So depending on which side you fall has a lot to do with how you treat women. I don't think everybody that falls on the opposite side of like men in leadership treat women that way. But I do think that an immature version of that a lack of like processed mm-hmm. version of that one of those two could make you treat people like this for sure yeah like for and sure i just like i can't i can't do it yeah yeah i don't i don't i, re- I remember that too i and i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about oh child which was so weird because yeah it's just weird it never right? made sense it to never me added yes up. yes like it did never yeah add it up. never added up um I think some of the best experiences that I've had with people that follow Jesus and love Jesus are the ones that are like, um, 
it sounds so cheesy i hate even saying this but like childlike that like they take the the life of jesus literally mm -hmm. like there is nothing that they've understood or read about jesus that is not literal for us to do do you know what I mean? And I don't mean like scriptures of do this, do that, don't do this, Sacrifice don't do that. Yeah, I think like the people that are like constantly introspective, the people that are like, wait, why don't we like love them? Or like, how come they can't be yeah. a part of this with us? Or like, and, and even in those moments is, have been the moments where I've learned the most from other like mm -hmm. followers of Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sad because, like, after years, it's easy for that to that fall away, like, fade away from you. Yeah. When it's, like, you see it in them. You see, like, this little beam in their eye that's, like, no, what Jesus did, how he loved people, like, why isn't that all we're yeah. doing? You know what I mean? Yes. And I just, oh, that makes me so, like, so refreshing when you meet those people. But I want to share some stories. You know what's funny is there's so many stories about crazy Thea's. Which really? I remember, yes. It's so funny because I remember, um, like, growing up and pe when I would talk to my friends, like, in high school or when I was in college or whatever it was, like, they would say, like, oh, and I would tell them that I'm Christian. They would be like, dude, my tia is crazy. Like, my tia always tells me stuff or she's, I, some of my friends would just say, like, my tia is just super judgmental. They, I guess there's always I, a tia. Yeah, I was going to say I don't have that, but now I thought about it and I do. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Same. I have uh, like 100 tias, so none of y'all can guess. But yeah, yeah I... Same, me too. <laughs> I, yeah, dude. For sure. For it's sure. It's like always judging. If it's not you, it's your church. Or your friends. Whatever church you decided to go to. Yes. And I don't get it. I know. It's really hard. I've had a lot of... Um, and extended family right don't get crazy. That has <laughs> just... That had just disliked the fact that I went to a church that was like... A concert. Yeah. That was that the, one. <laughs> the fact that it was even being evaluated, yeah. that it was even under, the, my church was even under your evaluation list, that yeah. you felt that you had the place to evaluate and, like, rank this place. I remember that was, like, one thing for, like, yeah. my ideas was, like, it's not real church because it's, like, a concert. Like, the worshipers. Because like, it's enjoyable. What the heck? Yeah. What are you doing going to church you that like? That was, like, <laughs> such a thing. I don't know why. I remember that, dude. I clearly remember that. And I just think we, I, I say that because I would, I would never be able to like take myself serious enough <laughs> that I could tell you that the place you're going exactly. is like not what Jesus or what God is wanting to be done in that church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? That's so weird to me. Anyway, here's a Thea story. <laughs> um, one of my Thea's, don't we all have one? <laughs> She was one of the most judgmental and rude lady, rudest ladies I've ever met. We never got along because I'd always call her out on it. And I don't understand how every time I went around, there was something negative to say about me or the fact that I wasn't living up to her standard. Which that alone, yeah, con that uh, treatment alone, like, why are you doing this? How come you're doing that? Yeah, You shouldn't be doing that. That's not what God would say. You know, <laughs> and do you know? I don't like, I, this is my biggest thing, is when you try to tell an unbeliever that God disagrees with them. That's like so null and void because they don't believe in Jesus. So your standard of Jesus in their life is non-existent. Yeah. That's why you have to walk in with like love and relationship 
and like genuine just like appreciation yeah. i don't know i think it's just so confusing to me when, when we, my aunts would not my aunts but my friends aunts would do that where they were not christian and they would be like well god doesn't want you to okay, whatever that's and i'm weird. like come on tia this tia that's weird because tia like, roberta mine were like are christian so they were just like saying no i know them like they the the aunts are christian yeah. or whoever the person is is christian but the person you're talking to isn't yeah so you're like this, this, what it doesn't work <laughs> this one doesn't work help me help me understand <laughs> yeah help me understand this or you know what's not fun is when this i'm gonna flip it on y'all listeners that are probably like yeah christians are crazy when you're when there's someone in your life that isn't a christ follower and you do something and they're like oh well that's not christian oh oh dude that used to drive me crazy it used to drive me crazy now i get it there's a part of it that's like yo you ain't acting like you said you was gonna act because of jesus and all that but i do think there is like a side where you're like okay now you're just trying now you're just reaching yeah now you're just reaching yeah. you know oh my gosh i remember that so many times dude like my friends telling me about their aunt like it's so weird that's but they're tias. so weird so random Okay, now on a heavier note, um, someone said, back when I was 16, I had told someone at the, at the church I was going to that I had been through a sexual assault. Um, they told, I had told them that it happened, obviously, they hadn't realized that it happened before I was married, she was 16, and they told her that she was going to hell and that I must have provoked it and that everyone would be able to tell that I was tainted and dirty dude i'm about to flip a table right now i know i'm so sorry all i can say is i'm sorry because that's the thing is you're gonna run into all of these stories yeah and i think why we tell them all is not so we can go oh yeah a bunch of christians are bad but so that you can hear from someone who loves jesus that we are sorry that you we're like you does you take this apology in place we can't we can't like take away the fact that you were taught like spoke to this way but we can offer you like hey this is not how you should have been this is not how you should have been treated this is not how you should have been spoken yeah. to like kind of validate some of those mm -hmm. feelings maybe that linger after because people are get traumatized and yeah. then they never so have an apology apology or they never get closure or they never get told otherwise so then they're stuck with these feelings for years and so like that view maybe. yeah yeah so that's why we are sharing all of these is because we want to tell you like hey look this is maybe how the situation should have gone we are apologizing we're sorry that you even experienced someone that said they love jesus this way mm -hmm. you know um but yeah i've i've i i can't i it hurts my heart dude when i hear stuff like that especially with um abuse and stuff yeah same um because there's another this one's not an essay victim but this one is like a um domestic one and she said um Someone told her, someone told her that God would want her to overcome her abusive marriage, that she needed to stay in the marriage that was like, had a lot of domestic violence and, um, basically said that God would be upset with her for choosing herself over her marriage, even though there was like extreme, um, like physical abuse, which I think another thing, I think divorce is such a touchy subject with like, especially now because mm -hmm. everybody's kind of in a place where it's like do and say and feel whatever you want um but i think 
in a basic humanity level. Like, don't stay anywhere you're getting hurt anytime. Yeah. Marriage or not. Ever. Like. Get out. Yeah. Whatever. Even if it's a work environment, if it's your boyfriend, if it's whatever it is, get out of there. Like, toxicity has no excuse that's, that holds the same, like, you know, that, yeah. uh, that validates that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's just me, though, baby. Um, oh, yeah, there was one that was the, um, a really good one. She just said that the best, like, interactions I've ever had with, or, the, the, like, the most memorable interaction I've ever had with someone who follows Jesus was who just stressed it was relationship over religion that it freed them. Which just, yeah, that's good. That's, I think that's what you want to hear. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that if you're listening and you follow Jesus and you have interactions with people that aren't or you just interact with anybody like this should just be who you are <laughs> but right you know right. but that should be what we want people to walk away with not so much specific to you know relationship with religion but that idea that they walk away a little bit more free than they did when they walked up to us mm-hmm. um not like the opposite yeah yeah like it they should we we should be so aware of how people are going to walk away and remember not you but what you said like I can tell you a thousand quotes from different messages that have changed my life, but I probably don't remember who said it. I just remember this one thing being said and my life was changed after that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing. It's like, what was, what are you saying that people are walking away with? Mm-hmm. You know? Or like, how do they feel after when you yeah. talk to them? Like, how are you making someone feel when you talk to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we're just, Christianity is under like this huge microscope always for rightfully so to be evaluated and reviewed and after all the years of all the trauma but also like if we are being watched instead of being like well we shouldn't have to be this we shouldn't have to be that let's just live up to what we say we're about and then it's all good if people watch you know what i mean and it's no big deal no big deal um someone just replied oh girl (laughs) nothing let me else pull out my scroll. let me let me see how long you got what's that email again <laughs> doesn't fit in this dm um someone said that uh someone said my dad was really forceful about uh religion and christianity my sister and i lived there lived with him for about a year or so and she felt like the physical stress of like having to that's horrible like oh my gosh what are you but i think there's so many different types of christian parents dude oh yeah oh my gosh that could be a whole thing (laughs) but that's a whole episode yeah like there's the ones that are kind of a little bit more just jesus centered it's just about jesus it's all about what the way he lived and how he would treat you is how i'm going to parent you how i'm going to love you how you're going to love other people how you're going to treat the people and then i think you go into like the other kind of parenting that's more like this is what it says this is what it does but then if you don't know Jesus, but you live this, that's okay. And then there's just the old school, old school ones. You know, the old school ones. Oh, my gosh. My, some of my friends' parents were like that. They scared me. Yep, I know. Yes. Um, yeah, and then someone just said, like, really holy. Like, always really holy. <laughs> it's so funny. We're watching this documentary, Billy and I. We were telling you about it. It's called Last Chance You. Mm-hmm. And the head coach is Christian. 
but like Baptist, like okay. um, yeah, it's and he's it's he's the best dude. It's the whole the whole docu series is really really cool, but um, he's all, every time he's like get that spirit out of here or that's a spirit of this or that's a spirit of that, and then so I think you have those kind of people too that everything, yeah. Not just in your head, like, oh, this is Jesus working, but like, I'm gonna tell you yeah. that this is Jesus working mm -hmm. right now in this conversation. In fact, their foot is up on the, the couch. That's Jesus telling you to raise your leg and get that spirit out of uh, here. <laughs> literally any little thing. Yes, you've experienced that. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said this. Jesus said, the Lord told me to tell you. <laughs> Put your leg down. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Okay, let's see what else oh i love this best and worst interactions you have with christian and then someone said interactions with myself <laughs> hey dude i think at some point we gotta all say like you know some of the worst interactions i've seen christians operate in is when i was in the picture because i didn't yeah operate oh, right same you know what i mean like i was a mess or i was not was going through it yeah something there's always there's always a i love that answer that it's like Mm, it was me at least you can acknowledge it yeah i think you have to i think if we kind of sit here and nitpick every interaction that people have had with christianity would then be like oh people yeah people are gonna people, <laughs> people be like i remember email and DM. excuse me girl what do you mean <laughs> they were like uh summer of 2012 you, you period <laughs> like, listen i'm a different person now you knew me in high school you don't know me now exactly <laughs> Yeah, I think it's funny, but it, it is it is interesting to hear like people's mm -hmm. real stuff. Real I think life. Yeah, um, because every day moves so quickly, everything's happening so fast that we think it's just like another interaction, like it's just no big deal. Yeah. And how many times does that small interaction stick with someone for the rest of their life, and for us, we don't even remember that it happened. Yeah. Like That's so true. It's it's crazy. And even just like the non Christians, like I was, I was yeah <laughs> about my job and like one of the people there, just not it. Yeah, and it's like they probably think, oh, it's not like, or they think they're being funny, or yeah, like stuff like that. And you're or, just like, yeah, mm -hmm. what are you saying? Yep. Where I think they just there's this this attachment where like you're the main character in your life and everybody else is yeah. extras, and it, you don't affect those extras by how you engage and work and operate in the world just like you're supporting roles people yeah. like your oh, closest people me. yeah yeah something more wrong oh dude i know well sam works in customer service so she sees people all the time and i was telling her like when you see them this is like you this is all you think about all you do so you know the ins and outs of everything you do this person is thinking about you for what 10 five minutes four minutes sometimes two minutes yeah that it's like they don't even realize or you don't even realize how much you can how much they affect each other yeah you know um and i think yeah i just think we have to be cautious and even if you're not someone who's a christian just be nice be nice just be a good person <laughs> no i think please we just you just have to choose like that even when it's like not convenient being a kind person doesn't hurt anybody Yes, exactly. You know I mean? It doesn't cost money either. Mm -hmm. I know. So, <laughs> I know. I just... So interesting. Um, I remember another experience that I had. Growing up, we went to camps and conferences, like, 
all the time. Your mom used to take us to everything, which, dude, if there is one thing I remember from growing up is that we traveled because your mom took us places. Yeah. She was like, we got a fundraise. She would find (laughs) concerts and like, and like two day (laughs) conferences, which like conferences and camps, they're like just multi-day events. Yeah. Um, where you pretty much have church like all day, but it's like morning sessions, afternoon sessions, night sessions, and then it's like cool breakouts and there's like videos and yeah. a bunch of stuff added to it. So it's not boring. They were always really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I remember, dude, going to like one of the first conf- like conferences I could go to because you didn't really go to them till you were like a certain age. Yeah, it was like a. A, like an age limit too yeah like you didn't go 12 and up 13 and up yeah 14 and, up. and you didn't go after you're 18 you're at like out of <laughs> sorry out. girl find them yourself <laughs> yeah it was you kind of just had like a certain age group that you mm-hmm. could go and um i had never really been to one before and i had only seen like supernatural stuff like really intense stuff like at the the tr- i remember the first time i saw it and it scared the life out of me and then when we did see it in church it was much more like, uh, it's not, yeah, structured, I guess, like in order. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like crazy and scary. Like free for all. Yeah, like cr- like wild um, from what I've experienced. But we went to one, dude, and everybody was like falling out. Everybody. like Which one was dude, it? Dude, I'm trying to remember. I, it was in Riverside, and we went with, um, oh, my gosh, dude. I can't even remember. I was think it, I was. Oh, was it something with fire in it? Maybe. Um, I I have like, did we have those little tags? That Probably. Like, but the picture was so specific. <laughs> I remember it. Like it had fire on it or something. Take was this. Was it like in a huge? It was a church. Oh, it was a church. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. It wasn't a venue. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember it was in Riverside and. I was probably like, I think I may have been able to go because I was like 11, dude. Yeah, and I wasn't there. Yeah, You were always able to do stuff at least one year before me. Oh, so I, I couldn't that go. That was always sad. I was always like, <laughs> what am I going to hang out with? <laughs> well, they would always room us separate anyway, those. Yeah, we'll, we're going to do a oh whole nother episode on all this stuff. Um, But yeah, it was, I remember like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to accept Jesus. And I had already accepted him like 50 times at this point. He was already living in my life. He had, in my heart, he had three houses in there by this point. Like, I was Growing like, okay. up Christian be like, <laughs> accept Jesus. This is my eighth time in this service. <laughs> this is my fourth time today in all of these services. Yeah. Um, and, and I went up to the front and I was like, oh, okay, Lord, I'm responding to you. Dude. And the pastor, yeah. Oh, no. Did they push you? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And then they didn't, like, let you get up. Like, you had to lay there, and they kept praying over you. I don't know if I, if I like, laughing is okay, but, like, dude. This is this you. doesn't this does not happen often. This does not happen often. This never happened at our home church. I never I never got pushed. I would have pushed back. <laughs> no. I've seen it, though, at a lot of conferences. Yeah. And this doesn't, this doesn't happen everywhere, all right? Let's just say that. And I remember being laid out and they were telling me to start speaking in tongues and I oh. didn't know. I'm literally 11 years old, dude. And I didn't know, like, 
what am I supposed to say or what am I supposed to do? And I was like, how do you do this? I'm confused. Well, you're not letting me up until I start. What happens now? I would've been like, okay, I did it. I was like, um, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do, dude? Like they literally were not letting me up. Like they were telling me like, speak in tongues. <laughs> I think we laugh That's... now because it's like, you have to. You have to laugh and be like, thank God I, I didn't. That's not. Yo, I right. would have been laughing if I was there watching this happening. <laughs> Dude, I had no clue what to do, man. Because I, like, I probably wouldn't have gone so out. I would have grabbed my arm and like, just pulled me out <laughs> from underneath and they wouldn't have known. I would have been like, that's why you shouldn't have gone out. There's a girl possessed over there. Come on, hurry. Run. Run, Randy, run. <laughs> yeah, we have to do a whole episode on church camps. Oh, yeah. Church camps, conferences. The stuff that would break out of those things, dude. There were times where my life has my life was changed at conferences mm -hmm. and camps. Don't get it twisted. There were some real sketchy ones. Yeah. But <laughs> dude, there some of the conferences that I've experienced, oh my gosh, dude. They're just it's cause it's so like dense. Yeah. Like every day is like so A lot. yeah. A lot of like consumption. Potent, yeah, with like stuff you're learning content but just like the presence of jesus like if you're going into worship experiences for an hour three times a day like you just can't help but like mm -hmm. be rocked all the time sometimes you walk out you're like what the <laughs> heck am i high or yeah <laughs> you know um but we will we do we will do another episode where we talk about camps and conferences and dude sometimes we, there was like manifestations at conferences and camps do you remember that yeah did you have you ever did you ever experience some of those no. things oh, okay well we'll save it for the next one but yeah it, it's <laughs> it's gonna be good it's yeah it's good. gonna be good clearly we'll we'll talk about some of the outfits too because oh. conference outfit planning was a whole nother thing it was like you planned this like if it was like a vacation it was coachella yeah it was basically. coachella and you took pictures the whole time we're gonna have to we have i have so there many pictures like, from conferences there was also like drama like, oh my gosh because you'd go with like your youth group and most of the time people were dating clicks. and like clicks yeah, oh my gosh there was yeah a lot of that Ooh, child but yeah we hope if you got to the end of the episode today <laughs> that you enjoyed it that you loved it us our experiences but more than anything that if you have ever had like experiences christian or not with people that follow jesus that weren't so much jesus like one remember that we're all human beings yes um so i i'm and and so sorry that you caught someone or a mm -hmm. conversation on a day yeah. that wasn't like re reflective of jesus but i can tell you that i've had those days sam has had those days um but also we're sorry that if they were this is just who they are that you experienced that too because Jesus loves you so much and whatever situation you came from, like we heard from some of the people today, like there would never be a moment where you would feel like he's not, he doesn't love you. Or he's mm -hmm. not for you or for your life or whatever it is. Um, and that you also laughed at some of our experiences. <laughs> oh, you're, all you of our crazy theas. Maybe we you have now. one. Yeah. We weren't laughing in the moment. No, we weren't. But we'll be back again next week. Yeah. Yes, we will. And <laughs> what are we going to jump into, girl? conferences yeah camp conferences. yeah we'll have to come with some fire pictures because <laughs> no. i thought i was so <laughs> fresh dude i was like yeah you wearing all your with clothes? the flap, floppy hats that everybody wore all the time yes anyway we will be back again next week if you have any confessions questions 
anything in between, feel free to drop them to us in between now and the next time we film. Mm -hmm. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.